Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 155, I believe, and sorry, a little delay from uh, Thursday when we normally are on, but as I always say, it is a family first show, and if people, uh, part of our crew, or even myself, have uh, some family uh, medical issues, we're going to have to uh, take care of those first, and wrestling will always be around for us. But we are able to uh, get on here today look at uh, some of the news from the past week and also get ready for later on tonight where we're going to have NXT in your house two, uh, well, sorry, takeover in your house two. Uh, that's going to be on the WD network, uh, later on tonight, seven o'clock is the kickoff show, eight o'clock for the, uh, main show and a five, uh, card, uh, five match card going on there. We'll get to that, but we also want to remind everybody that we are sponsored by CoolBet. And they want to remind everybody to stay cool, bet responsibly. And you can uh, place bets on different uh, sports and also fights and, I believe, horse racing. There's different uh, ways you can be involved and possibly even gaming. I haven't fully checked out their website. Uh, But, yeah, there's so many ways you can uh, bet with CoolBet and stay cool, bet responsibly. They sponsor all our shows and especially this championship belt, which you can win from Undisputed Belts. And CoolBet is our sponsor of this. All you have to do is join us on the Prediction League. Put your uh, guesses of who's going to win each show from NXT, AEW, WWE, or Impact Wrestling. And we're uh, going to total up points. And by the end of the year, somebody will be walking away with that championship belt, but that's all, uh, later on. And I'm probably going to do a separate uh, show just to make sure it's separate for what's happening tonight with the, uh, predictions league. But I also want to remind you that you can get pro wrestling tees, go to either pro wrestling tees.com backslash, uh, pro wrestling junkies or pro wrestling tees.com backslash scumbags wrestling. And you can buy one of these two shirts, Stevens three, or the independent wrestling tribute uh, comic book page for Mars. And all the money is going to Stevens Wrestling Journey, searching for a carry malformation research at Children's Hospital in Toronto. You can also uh, check out uh, Stevens Hearts for Carry, and that's a link uh, there for uh, getting in touch with Steven and making donations. We've donated $500 so far. We plan on donating more. Both these shirts are. $21.99 and they're available at Pro Wrestling Tees, whether you go to the Pro Wrestling Junkies page or the Scumbags of Wrestling page. Either shirt are going to support Steven's wrestling journey. So make sure you get involved with that. We got uh, a lot of news going on and I'm going to uh, start with the fact that um, the other day Triple H uh, had a press conference and was talking about the um, upcoming takeover special but of course he took other questions and people wondered about um i guess what people uh, he thought of people's thoughts on w not being so good anymore uh and he kind of blamed us the fans as to why it's not as enjoyable because we have so much expectations of what we think storylines are going to go to and where things are going to go uh, or expectations for NXT stars that get brought up to WD that we 
sort of disappoint ourselves instead of letting things play out uh, as they should. Now, I can see that to a certain extent, and people play armchair quarterback uh, way too much and expect way too much uh, compared to what is offered. But at the same time, do we really need Shayna Baszler running from a uh, demonic doll to end uh, Monday Night Raw this past Monday? I don't know about that. And look at all the uh, talent in in WDE that came up from NXT and were the shell of themselves uh, from being brought up. Triple H has put that as they grew to a certain extent in NXT when they uh, came up to the main roster. They stopped growing, and that's where the problem is. I don't know. I still think it's people like Kevin Dunn and all them who don't get the vision of them from NXT and let it carry over to being brought up to the main uh, roster of Raw or SmackDown. It's just really detrimental to some of their careers. Um, Triple H also mentioned that the best wrestlers in the world want to work for WD, and uh, that's where everybody uh, is, if they're the best, is in WD. I get that. And Tony Khan responded on Busted Open Radio saying that uh, he kind of agrees with Triple H to a certain extent, but all companies are making their best roster. And he knows people who do not want to work for WWE. I don't know if that's uh, fully true, but if your boss is asking you or you're in conversation with your boss wondering if you want to work somewhere else, I'm going to deny it uh, to their face. So people like Britt Baker, who may not want to uh, openly work for WWE, but her uh, husband, boyfriend, fiance, Adam Cole does, you know, ideally you want to work at the same place. So it makes travel much easier. But I think at this point, uh, people who are in the business just want to get to either AEW and then eventually WWE or vice versa. As long as they make it to those rosters, they're probably happy. But if you're not in this business to get to that level, I don't know. Maybe it's just a hobby for you, but you would hope that uh, that's going on. And Triple H also said about the fact that the best women are all in WWE and um, Thunder Rosa and a couple others had uh, issue with uh, that uh, because she feels she's the best and she's with NWA in AEW. But he also was asked about, because the NWA, uh, now that they have Mickey James there, and that was announced uh, just recently, uh, her no-compete clause is still in effect, but she's not in a wrestling mode. She's going to be a producer of NWA's first uh, women's-only show. And so people got uh, asking Triple H about that factor and the fact that they only had one Evolution show. And he didn't think there was a must-need to do another uh, Evolution-type show um, and having a women's-only and I kind of get that. I don't mind uh, the fact that they uh, wanted to have an all-women's show. They did an all-women's tournament with the May Young uh, Classic two years. Uh, they did that for. They could always bring that back. The idea of having a all-women's event, sure, I'm down with it. But I can see his point of it not being must-need because it doesn't take the quality side of things. People want equal rights and they want to be recognized equally. And at the same time, 
the moment you say, I want equal rights because I'm blank, you kind of take away the fact that you are wanting equal rights. If you want to be considered the same as somebody else, you can't identify as something other than a human being. The moment you identify as something other than a human being, you're opening yourself for inequality, whether you're putting down somebody else because they're not the same as you or because you want better because of your gender, your race, your uh, orientation, whatever. The moment you take yourself out of the human race, that's different. That's not equality. And Triple H kind of said that with the fact that if he were to advertise, WD, that being, being, were to advertise a men's only show, people would be up in arms about, oh, it's a men's only show, and how dare you do that? But if it's a show that has mixed uh, everything on it, you're just putting on the best of the best as opposed to making sure you get those targets or segregate uh, things. So I can get that. Uh, It doesn't look like we're going to get another evolution uh, follow-up or uh, different name women's only pay-per-view from WD, but you can look forward to one, I believe it's in, I want to say August, uh, from the NWA. And I think the next night they're doing a uh, regular pay-per-view and those are coming from St. Louis. So uh, that's to look forward to uh, in the future. Uh, we'll have more details as those start uh, coming to fruition. Otis shaved off his beard in time for uh, this week's episode of uh, SmackDown. He's still teamed with uh, Chad, Chad Gable as part of the Alpha Academy. And I guess it was uh, more evolution to his heel persona that's going on. He even took out uh, Montez Ford uh, during their match and injured him accidentally. But uh, yeah, Otis has uh, shaved off his beard. And Mandy Rose even responded because they had been romantically linked together leading into WrestleMania 36. And she even put a sort of meh looking emoji in response to it. Excuse me for a second. Sorry. Um, People are uh, speculating that NXT might be bringing back Samoa Joe. Uh, even though he was part of the releases from WD right after WrestleMania, he's uh, if he's brought back to NXT, it's thought that he will be uh, returning as a wrestler. He also apparently was uh, recently at the um, Performance Center uh, this week. Sorry, I'm just, my throat is parched at the moment. I'm leaning over to get something out of my fridge. It's a Palm Bay. Visually, I apologize for that. I was just coughing, and uh, thankfully, audio-wise, you did not hear that. But, uh, yeah, so speculation is that he's going to return, and if he was just recently at the uh, Performance Center, those uh, rumors could be true, and he's still under that 90-day no-compete, and they could bring him back, much like they did Drake Maverick. That's also a rumor of Aleister Black possibly coming back. So... You know, anything's possible when you still have those 90-day no-competes. They can renegotiate your contract. They can always bring you back going, eh, maybe we were wrong about getting rid of you. We just have to wait and see. So, with NXT doing uh, TakeOver tonight, we could potentially see Samoa Joe if uh, all those rumors are true. WD uh, also recently moved Brock Lesnar back to the active Raw roster. Um, 
He is speculated to be featured at uh, at SummerSlam uh, on August 21st in Las Vegas, the home of the uh, Raiders. But Dave Meltzer is also reporting, and of course this is Dave Meltzer, that when uh, he was on Sunday night's main event with Jason Agnew, that the match for Lesnar against uh, potentially Bobby Lashley is not set in stone and is not currently on the card. Uh, they're thinking that it'll be him returning uh, when it's open season for him to be able to go against Roman Reigns and rehash that again, basically fighting over uh, ownership, I would say, of Paul Heyman. Hopefully we don't have a uh, thing like Ray Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero for uh, custody of Dominic uh, happening with uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Uh, but anything's possible. Um I wouldn't mind seeing Brock come back if that's going to happen, God forbid. But if he's over on Raw and Heyman goes back and forth between Raw and SmackDown and eventually does lead to Roman versus Lesnar where one or both of them are giving him the ultimatum that you're either with me or with him, not both. And that could build up some storyline in that regard. So we'll have to wait and see. once again, it's Dave Meltzer uh, saying that it's not on the card for Lashley against Lesnar happening at SummerSlam. Uh, but things change. Uh, SummerSlam looks like it's only going to be about three hours in length, uh, starting at 8 o'clock, uh, going to 11, so that people could still leave uh, the arena uh, in Las Vegas. And since they're on West Coast time, it's going to be, what, uh, I'm going to say... Eight o'clock, I believe. Eight o'clock uh, Vegas time. By the time they uh, leave at eleven our time here in the uh, eastern uh, side of North America, so that allows them to go over to the other venue that's happening with Manny Pacquiao and his uh, fight. And so they're looking to uh, keep it about three hours, uh, probably an hour for uh, the pre-show, the kickoff. And they also want to make it look like WrestleMania. So try to stuff that into a three-hour time slot. Please, everybody, and get them out to the Pacquiao fight. I wish them luck. Uh, They got a lot of uh, plans. They could be shorter matches, but bigger uh, marquee things because there's talk about Edge coming back, the the main event being Roman and Cena. And if Lesnar's there with Lashley, there's so much they got to squish into three hours, and we still haven't even seen the return of Becky Lynch uh, going on. So who knows? Uh, definitely that's holding being held off. But, uh, yeah, it's just trying to figure things out, and hopefully they are planning ahead, which WWE has not been doing a lot lately of. Alistair Black is now going by Tommy End. Uh, he was recently on Re- Renee Paquette's uh, Oral Sessions podcast talking about his release. He mentioned that he had good conversations with both uh, Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon about his time there, especially on the main roster where things didn't go as hoped for, uh, especially with the whole uh, losing of the eye or poking of the eye uh, going on and the feud with Kevin Owens. So that's why they kind of cooled him off a bit. And then they were just getting ready to uh, get him out there. He also had a new song being made. He was going to have a new entrance all this stuff, and we saw him kick uh, the head off of Big E uh, a couple weeks ago, and then 
poof, gone. Uh, so it's just kind of weird. Vince even apologized for what happened. Uh, there's still the rumors that people backstage are pushing for Aleister Black to be ret- uh, rehired. Once again, like I said, with Samoa Joe, 90 days doesn't mean you're gone until those 90 days are up. Uh, WD could still pull the trigger and try and negotiate with you. Uh, there's also talk that even if the 90 day, when the 90 days are up, that uh, Black could be going over to AEW and could be Tommy N there. Uh, right now, you can get uh, Tommy N merchandise. That's all up uh, for grabs right now because he started uh, putting that out. Uh, so just give it a check. Uh, he's on social medias, and you'll be able to find his stuff, probably even on Pro Wrestling Tees. So who knows? Well, just have to wait and see. There's about 80 days-ish, maybe less than 80 days, um, before the no-compete clauses are up and where people are going to land. And I think we're about 30-ish days, about 30 days before the uh, uh, 90-day clause is up for the uh, talent released in April. So plenty of time going on there. Um, Also during that interview, uh, Tommy ended up talking about a situation with him and the release of his wife, Zelina Vega. I kind of said it was messed up, what was going on, uh, but at the same time, as a husband to her, he didn't think it was right, but as the professional and Aleister Black, he uh, tried to differentiate between what happened to his wife and what he needed to do for his career, and Zelina apparently also understood that and uh, supported his decision to obviously stay. Uh, while he was still employed, and magically, unfortunately, put on that list just recently. So, and she was even uh, spotted at the performance center doing stuff with uh, uh, the Rock's daughter. Uh, so, who knows what's going on with that? Maybe they'll both end up at um, AEW after uh, time is up. We just saw uh, Andrade end up showing up, and he's with Vicky Guerrero, but. Anything's possible. It's a wrestling world. Speaking of AEW, uh, Friday night, the company announced special names for uh, four of their shows coming back when they go return to the road. Uh, I think I wrote the name down wrong, but Miami on July 7th is uh, something involving rage. Um, I think I missed that note totally. But do have these ones. On July 14th, Austin, Texas, they will be doing night one of Fighter Fest. And night two of Fighter Fest will be happening the following week on July 21st in Houston. And then uh, the week after that, July 28th, that episode will be yeah, entitled Fight for the Fallen. And that's their uh, charity show that they have done recently. Taz missed this past uh, episode of AEW Dynamite. As he was getting a lump removed from his face, uh, we wish him well in his recovery. But I guess it's not going to be yeah, too long for him. It's just a uh, facial uh, uh, lump that needs to be uh, taken care of, and he'll, he should be back next week. Another superstar, though, that is not doing uh, well is Demolition Axe. Bill Eady uh, is experiencing heart trouble after getting a COVID vaccine uh, dose recently, and Lanny Poffo uh, posted on his Facebook page about wanting prayers for Axe. 
Uh, this is not the first uh, heart issue that uh, Bill Eady has had. As 30 years ago, uh, he had heart issues, and that was why uh, W. Broding Crush to be the third man for demolition to kind of cover up for uh, Bill's uh, health issues. Bill could just still show up while um, Barry Darso and Brian Adams did the work as a smash and crush. But then when he was feeling well, he could tag in or they could do six mans and stuff like that and doing the free bird rule. So it was a good way of covering up for Axe's uh, elements at that time. It's unfortunate that uh, this COVID vaccine is causing more problems this time around. And we definitely uh, send out uh, thoughts and uh, well wishes for uh, the recovery of Bill Eady, a.k.a. Axe Demolition. And uh, going forward, I recently saw a uh, interview on uh, Facebook with uh, Barry Darso and while well, he was signing autographs and he had really good things obviously to say about his longtime tag team partner. Edge and Sasha Banks are looking to, to be back in time for SummerSlam. They've both been announced to uh, be returning on the SmackDown uh, when they first go live in front of fans on July 16th. Both of them are somewhat on vacation or healing up in certain uh, some cases. Sasha could be also filming some more. You never know what's going on during this time away. But they are uh, both uh, due back July 16th, and uh, that'll get them ready to be at SummerSlam, where Edge is uh, rumored to be there as a babyface and uh, possibly uh, facing Seth Rollins as part of uh, SummerSlam. Once again, they were looking to make it a big event, much like a WrestleMania, and that would be a big matchup, having Edge against Seth Rollins. Um, if you recall right, years ago when uh, Seth was part of the Authority, uh, he, the Authority was gone at the time, and John Cena had the power to, I guess, bring them back. Edge was out there and got uh, threatened to have his uh, curb stomp uh, applied to him uh, from Seth Rollins on the Money in the Bank briefcase, where Seth uh, attempted a, well, blackmailed, should I say, John Cena into uh, agreeing that the authority should come back, and Edge was spared. Now, if they're smart, they'll go back and look at some of uh, that uh, history, and maybe that would be a good way of setting up Edge against Rollins, because now he doesn't need John Cena to defend him. He can defend himself and have a great match that way, which we've never seen before. Wrestling Club, a uh, Middle Eastern wrestling uh, site, is reporting that WD could be back for another Saudi uh, radio show uh, as soon as November. There had been talks uh, between Saudi Arabia uh, officials and the uh, sports authority, I think is that they have over there, uh, along with WD and figuring out uh, travel and uh, resuming their... 10-year deal that they have uh, that was basically paused and the uh, shows that have been missed are just going to be tacked on to the end of their contract and extended a little bit longer because we missed almost two years of Saudi Arabia shows, definitely a year and a half, so probably three shows in total have been missed, so they'll get tacked on later on. A lot of people uh, think that with all the talent and employees cut uh, and maybe more still to come, that uh, Vince McMahon is getting ready to uh, sell WDE. The WDE stock is back uh, to the levels where it was uh, before the pandemic, but at the same time, Eric Bischoff and Mark Henry 
have uh, spoken out on their different things, 83 Weeks and Busted Open Radio, respectively, and they do not believe that this is the case. However, if uh, it does look uh, like they are trying to uh, stop paying out money, uh, more money for uh, people than they needed to um, to work there, Braun Strowman is an example for sure, where at one point, because AEW was coming and there was all this rumor and build up to them coming uh, to fruition, WD's contracts were coming up and there was people uh, that were getting signed for probably way more than what they were worth, especially in the eyes of WDE and maybe some of the fans. And so a guy like Braun Strowman was getting $1.2 million per year. Uh, I believe that was also with his downside guarantee. If it wasn't, wow, um, on top of that. But because of the pandemic, because of AEW filling out their roster as it is, and maybe not being a, the biggest threat that WWE uh, perceived them to be, excuse me, perceived them to be upon uh, their first uh, in- incarnation of uh, saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. WWE has got a chance to look at them and go, hmm, nah, we're not worried. Uh, but they also need to uh, answer to their stockholders. Uh, even though they're making tons of profit, especially with the billion-dollar deals with uh, Fox and NBC and NBC with Peacock, the bottom line is if you're not making money, you're wasting it and throwing it away, and this is a business. It's not a charity, and unfortunately, some people have to go by the wayside. And... Uh, that's what's happened last while. Uh, they realized that they were doubling up on uh, or overlapping some jobs. There was some talent um, that were probably getting paid, as I said, more than what they should have. So with things going on, they are trying to restructure their business. They're going to go back on the road soon. Uh, looks like some NXT people are going to be brought up. So it also frees up space. I've said it a few times before and not that i want anybody to lose their job and especially now that there's an alternative like AEW to go to it was always refreshing beforehand when there's wcw where you could say hey you know they're leaving wdf and they're going over to wcw they get debuted they do a career over there then they eventually come back and you're like oh they're back we've seen a lot of guys that are working with wde that have not left ever. And I'm speaking of guys like Randy Orton, uh, a guy like Edge even. Uh, he left because of retirement. But if he hadn't been uh, injured, would he have still been going on like he is? Like It would have been like Randy Orton, never leaving. How can I miss you if you never leave? And now that there's the alternative with AEW and they're the strongest viability because unfortunately you can't uh, rely on um, impact or ring of honor or MLW. They are a nice alternative, but they're not the same level as having the exposure that AEW has. And of course, obviously WWE. So I hope that we get to see fresher things. AEW while not having a lot of continuity and storyline-wise and stuff like that that is 
consistent, like I said, continuity, but makes sense. We're not getting repeat matches over and over again like we do on Raw and SmackDown, um, especially on Raw, uh, where you have almost six weeks of cut and paste, and here we go. But it would be nice to have a fresh uh, roster uh, coming up. And I think at the end of August and the, the last Monday in August and the first Friday in September is scheduled to be another WWE draft, which will shake up the current roster. And also there's talk about bringing up people from NXT to uh, fill out the rest of the spaces and create something fresh in time for the new uh, fall season. So I hope that uh, does happen. And Things get a little bit uh, fresher once uh, they hit the road uh, with uh, fans coming back next month in July. John Cena uh, looks to be wrapping up his filming of Peacemaker for HBO Max by the beginning of July. Uh, This is perfect timing as WD is headed back on the road uh, starting on the 16th. And he's heavily uh, rumored to be going against... Uh, Roman Reigns in the main event at SummerSlam. Now, he was just recently on a, a uh, interview. I heard just a little bit ago. I forget who it was with. Uh, but they asked him, what is he doing August 21st? And he didn't say what he was doing. He kind of just said he's hoping he's enjoying his summer at that point in time. But he wasn't willing to give away anything. Braun Strowman is looking uh, for indie gigs. Uh, once his 90-day uh, no-compete is finished, once claimed that he would never work for anybody but WD, I guess the monster among men realizes no matter how much money he has made, he still needs to get out there and do some work. And while he really wasn't a wrestling fan by uh, birth-ish, how uh, a lot of uh, best wrestlers are, he, he stumbled into it after uh, doing strongman competitions. He still needs to make a living somehow, unless he's invested really well. Uh, but the problem is, he might only be working for WD if uh, the rumors of him wanting between twenty and twenty-five thousand dollars to uh, go to any indie show for three hours, and also have first-class uh, plane flights, two nights in the hotel, dinner accommodations, and all this other stuff. That's a lot to ask for uh, him to show up at your show. So I don't know if that's going to happen. But there are some people willing to pay that. Uh, Even Tony Khan might uh, decide to do that. But I've heard also people uh, say that that would be a bad call by Tony Khan to uh, bring him in. Not because it's Braun Strowman, but because of it being Braun Strowman and the size of him compared to the rest of their monsters they uh, they have there, he would end up uh, making them look smaller than they are, especially a guy like Lance Archer. And also then the rest of the roster would look like dwarfs compared to Braun Strowman uh, and uh, going as children. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, just because of the way he, he is, it's going to be a little bit hard for him to get a job, but I wish him luck, and maybe he'll show back up in WD eventually. Shayna Baszler is uh, fully into a program with Alexa Bliss and her doll, Lily. Uh, yes, her doll. Um, as seen at the end of Raw on Monday, Shayna was haunted by Lily and presumably attacked at the end of the show. 
Will we be seeing a change in Shayna Baszler going forward? Uh, like we did when The Fiend attacked Alexa? Because that was the start of Alexa Bliss going uh, down the spiral and becoming who she is right now when he attacked her um, over a year ago. And now we see where she's at. Um, so I'm wondering, will she, will Shayna take the life form of maybe Lily uh, and be joining Alexa Bliss in that regards? You can always uh, send me a comment or uh, go over to our page and check that out. We're available on all the uh, things that you can see below. Uh, and also, we accept you coming in right now if you were to see our facebook page there's a link there for you to uh, join us uh so have your say leo rush announced uh, the other day on his twitter account that he'll be retiring from wrestling again uh, he's currently under contract to new japan and said that he will be fulfilling his contractual obligations to them but then he's going to retire apparently he got injured uh, during his uh appearance at double or nothing in the uh, battle royal and um might have been an arm injury or something and uh, he also is a recent father so he uh, definitely wants to end up being more of a dad to them um though i think he's already retired one other time so retirement number two could catch up uh if this continues because how young he is uh to how many retirements terry funk has had in his lifetime but if uh, this is the end of the road for Leo Rush, very talented guy, and all the best to him. It was reported that AOP uh, retired after getting released uh, last year by WWE. The Authors of Pain uh, member Rezar addressed the rumor with a picture of uh, the team and Paul Ellering together, uh, presumably from the past, mind you. And they were flipping the middle finger, and he stated... Ain't done yet, bitches. Uh, we'll have to, uh, to wait and see where they turn up uh, once shows return and if people are willing to uh, employ them. Uh, they were a very green team, but I think under uh, the tutelage of Paul Eller, they started getting way better. And, uh, yeah, they could be uh, definitely somebody to look forward to bringing back if the opportunity arises. Tola Bellas could be wrapping up soon. It looks like uh, E-Network won't be renewing uh, the series. This is good news for Daniel Bryan and Birdie, who have not uh, been fans of their lives being filmed for all to see. And the series uh, has been seen declining ratings since John Cena split from Nikki and left the show. Nikki Bella also was uh, thinking about uh, being a good time to wrap up the show because she doesn't want her son being resentful for the fact that his life was being presented without his permission uh, to the world. And then you also have, um, I guess, both Bellas have been talking about wanting to return. Nikki is looking to change her style, and eventually the Bella twins could come back and uh, be the first sisters uh, to win the WWE tag team, women's tag team titles. Uh, title that did not exist when they uh, were fighting before, and they kind of hinted at stuff when they uh, went after Bailey at WrestleMania. So it would be uh, quite the matchup in a way. Uh, if the Bellas are in better uh, form, uh, especially having uh, somebody like Daniel Bryan helping helping them out, but also 
um, if they're coming back better, going against maybe Sasha and Bailey, uh, that would be kind of one of those dream matches that aren't dream matches, depending on your views of the Bella Twins. Uh, so, well, we'll just wait and see. Eva Marie is set to debut uh, this Monday on Raw. It is expected that even though she's been doing a positive uh, motivation uh, vignettes uh, and speaking positively, she's going to come out as a heel and could even bring a couple of heel females with her as muscle, including the likes of Piper Niven. Carl Anderson is not a fan of tweets sent out by release talent uh, from WWE. Uh, most talent who get released uh, almost immediately send out a tweet thanking WD for their time and a dream come true and all this other stuff. Um, being positive, which I get because, hey, you don't want to burn that bridge. But Anderson also has been on that side of things and being fired by WD and claims that he's had uh, more success and more money since leaving WD, uh, presumably being with... Um, AEW and Impact, and also doing their uh, topping sh- talking shot shop podcast, easily say it like that, and also doing their own little pay per views here and there. Uh, but he's wanting people to be more um, blunt, I guess, in their uh, releases and basically telling WD to go f themselves instead of being all nicey nice and presenting a stiff upper lip and cheery disposition. But, hey, teach their own. If that's what Anderson wants to do, hey, go for it. Um, said so the draft is going to be on the 30th. And, yeah, last night, Impact Wrestling had against all odds. Um, that happened on their app channel. And it was held at Skyway Studios in Nashville, except for the main event, which was recorded at Daly's Place in Jacksonville, um, Florida. And so the results as uh, follows are Sammy Callahan and Tommy Dreamer defeated the Good Brothers in a street fight by pinfall. Joe Doring, who had Eric Young, Diener, and Rhino by his side, defeated Kojima, uh, Kojima who had Eddie Edwards in uh, his corner, by pinfall in a singles match, Petey Williams, Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and uh, Rohit Raju ended up in a no contest. This was a five-way match to determine the number one contender for the Impact X Division Championship. Uh, they have Slammiversary coming up next month, so I can almost see this being made into a six-way, maybe even bringing in the uh, X... Uh, was it? Oh, I'm trying to remember what they call their uh, match with the X, Ultimate X, with it hanging above the ring. So that could be coming up for Slam Anniversary. Debbie Morrissey uh, defeated Rich Swan by pay- pinfall in a singles match. Tennille Dashwood, who had Caleb with a K uh, by her side, defeated Jordan Grace in a singles match, and Jordan Grace had Rachel Ellering by her side. Fire and Flava, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles defeated Kimberly and Susan by pinfall to retain the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. Violence by Design, Cody Diener and, or sorry, Diener and Rhino, 
who had Eric Young by their side, defeated Decay, which was Black Taurus and Crazy Steve by pinfall to retain the Impact World Tag Team Championship belts. The Knockouts uh, Singles uh, Women's Championship was online as Deanna Perrazzo retained over Rosemary by pinfall. And the main event, which uh, took place over in Daly's Place, which is the home of AEW, had uh, Kenny Omega defeating Moose by pinfall. Of course, there was a lot of shenanigans uh, going on there, and uh, the Young Bucks ended up uh, inserting themselves and doing multiple super kicks on uh, Moose. And then the uh, ending happened with the lights going out and coming back on, and Sammy Callahan was there. And, uh, yeah, he ended up uh, going after Omega. Don Callis came out and uh, told him not to do it, threatened to be fired. Uh, Callahan proceeded to uh, hit Omega and got fired. Uh, you know, that's not going to end that way. Uh, Scott Demore came out and uh, yelled at uh, Don Callis, and they were arguing going backstage. Um, basically, I can see a slime anniversary being Sammy Callahan against Kenny Omega for the Impact uh, Championship with uh, probably some deathmatch rules or lights out rules going on uh, with that since it's Callahan and Omega. Uh, And that's going to come up on uh, July 17th, I believe it is. Yes, Saturday, July 17th for Slammiversary. So that's all I got at the moment. I'm just going to plug a couple things and I'll come back at 3 o'clock for our look at... NXT TakeOver In Your House, which has obviously Todd Pengill coming back. There's a ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship. There's the Fatal Five-Way main event. The women's title being on the line. There's a grudge match going on with uh, Zaylee and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Or sorry, Mercedes Martinez. And of course, a winner takes all. Uh, match for the North American and tag team titles. So I'll uh, talk about that in just a couple minutes, but I'm going to show a couple things of upcoming um, things involving the Johnners Podcast Network, which we're a proud member of, and the Ontario Indie Podcast Network, which we're also part of. Here at Toilet Side Wrestling Talk, we interview the top wrestling stars on the independent wrestling circuit with questions including who exposed you to wrestling? Were you nervous the night before your first day of training? Did your family support your wrestling dream? Are you a witch? For $700,000, would you legally marry a horse? Have you ever cried from a Vin Diesel movie? These questions and much more on Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Excellent. And yeah, you can uh, catch Toilet Side Wrestling Talk as part of the Johnners Podcasting Network. Uh, there's uh, links to all the shows. There's I think almost 30 shows uh, different uh, channels going on there. Uh, we want to congratulate uh, Kyle of Kyle's Wrestling Podcast. He's also on that uh, Johnners Podcasting Network for getting to one year of podcasting. He can be found as part of the po- Johnners Podcasting Network. And uh, new shows are coming soon uh, from uh, Kyle's Wrestling Podcast. You can join Dennis Day Jr., as he brings you the uh, best and updates from 
and latest from Chicagoland Wrestling on What Do You Say with DDJ. The mini host is returning with five questions. This week, her guest is Elena from Battle Arts Academy. George Mackay has uh, many shows that you can check out and just dropped within this hour was MLW Rewind, episode number 20. And that dropped, uh, as I said, just within the last hour. And you can always find out stuff with him. Just want to put up, uh, I forgot this graphic. What do you say with DDJ, part of the Johnners Podcasting Network? And speaking of the Johnners Podcasting Network, there you have an interview with Stephen Arnott. Uh, he is a part of Chicago Champ- Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, uh, and he is part also of the Johnners Podcasting Network. So John Scott is interviewing one of his own during this episode, and I believe that's coming up in just a little while. I received a uh, text message, yes, uh, that it says at 3 o'clock, uh, latest interview with CCW commentator Stephen Arnott. Uh, any shares of this will be great. And they're going to go live at 8 o'clock UK time, which is 3 o'clock our time. So we got 15 minutes until that happens. And you can catch that going on over on the Johnners Podcasting Network. Now, I uh, want to let people know that Wrestling classes are starting, and there could be a new update of this one, but uh, at Hard Knocks Wrestling Academy in Listowel, Ontario, uh, is with Midwestern uh, Western Stars, uh, Best Pro Wrestlers, Tuesday and Thursdays, 6.30 and 8.30, and uh, as things are starting to open up, you can uh, get training eventually at Hard Knocks in Listowel, so give them a check when you get a chance. And I'm going to... HWE is presenting Country Carnage, happening this summer of 2021, and it's coming to to us on YouTube from Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment and everybody over at Battle Arts. AC Coca and friends there. You can also... Check out all the latest news on Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. And those uh, shows drop daily for a uh, few-minute peek into what's going on during the wrestling that day. And two more things I want to share with you. And I'm just going to bring them up. Share the screen. And one is involving a basketball game that hopefully, oh, no, it disappeared. Not that one. We're going to stop that one. We're going to share a different screen. My apologies. It should have been a YouTube uh, channel. But our friend Rex Atkins, along with Easy E, our two good brothers. I have this ball. Let's break your sweaty ball stack. 
So as you see right there, Rex Atkins against Easy E in a uh, white man can't jump uh, sort of basketball game going on, and Holden Pro has Holden Pro Wrestling uh, website is going to have all that going on. So uh, check out Rex and Easy going one on one in basketball for humiliation purposes. And the other thing I wanted to share is over here barry wrestling is returning very shortly once the uh, rules of pandemic lockdowns are relieved and they have a big event And as you see there, that was Barry Wrestling, and they're coming back with the Ontario Cup, the All-Ontario Cup, 30 Ontario wrestlers, a showcase of the best in the province. And it's going to be a 30, uh, I don't know if it's going to be 30-man, uh, definitely 30-person uh, tournament, best of the best from all Ontario, not just Barry Wrestling, and they're going to be coming together uh, for this unique tournament this uh, Monday, a.k.a. tomorrow, they're going to start 14 days straight of announcing participants. And so, uh, obviously, we're hoping to have a uh, show on next Thursday, and we'll have an update on who's been entered into the All-Ontario Cup, presented by Barry Wrestling. And I believe that's all I have for the moment. I will be back uh, about 10-ish minutes with information on the Scumbags Prediction League presented by Coolbet, and we'll run down tonight's card of NXT TakeOver In Your House 2. So thank you for joining me. That was our news uh, for now. I hope to get Stephen back in here and uh, share his opinion as well and have more banter. Remember, you're always welcome to join us on uh, our shows. I try to post a link where you can just click on nothing to download. You'll pop up down below. I can bring you in. You have your say, and we can talk wrestling. That's what this is about. This is a community effort uh, at the Scumbags Wrestling, and we'd love for your opinion to be heard. And just remember, we are part of the Johnners Podcasting Network, as you see there. 
a lot of shows uh, to look at. Uh, the Bull, uh, Bob Culture podcast, Straight Talk with George McKay. There's Chicago Land uh, Championship Wrestling. It's Time to Fight with Matthew Terry. Uh, the Wrestle Carnival, which is coming up with uh, Carnival of Honor, uh, Ring of Honor uh, connection there. And I'll just uh, share something with that in a moment. The Call Up, the Jofo in the Ring podcast, Ewoks and JV show. Uh, work the left side, Gilmy talks, Knights of the Squared Circle, and many more. There's just so many that I can't read them all at one time, but you know we are part of the Johnners Podcasting Network. And in just about five minutes' time, John Scott is going to go live with his special guest. Um, the Johnners Podcasting Network is also a proud sponsor of the Russell Carnival and Graps. GrapsApparel.com uh, is offering you 15% off when you use the promo code JOHNERS. Uh, and if you like uh, Graps Apparel, why not uh, use a code from JOHNERS Podcast Network to get a 15% discount. Go over to GrapsApparel.com and see what's there. And of course, we are always brought to you by Cool Bet. Stay cool, bet responsibly. We want to thank you for joining us live right now on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. And of course, you can always catch us on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you podcast from. And of course, we're available on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and by email at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. And you can always check out our site, scumbagswrestling.ca. So thank you again. I've rambled for almost an hour, and I still have about 20 more minutes to go when we talk about NXT TakeOver. So I'll see you in just a couple minutes. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. We live title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8pm for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network.